Good morning, everyone. This is the first podcast for the month of September. Can I be earnest? It's Ernest K. We have a whole lot to talk about this morning. Let's get right to it. First and foremost, summer's still here. So for all you sheep who like to follow what mainstream media tells us, hey, it's the unofficial uh, end of summer and get all your sun rays in now because after Labor Day, it's a wrap. I'm here to tell you this it's baloney. Okay, don't fall for it. It's 90 degrees. Uh, well, that will be the high today uh, as well as tomorrow. Summer's still here into the latter part of September. So don't fall for the okie doke. Still nice. I still see a lot of greenery outside. Uh, in fact, I just went to the beach yesterday, the day after Labor Day, because that's what I do. When you guys go left, Ernest goes right. And, you know, the beach wasn't jam packed or anything like that. Uh, it was actually to my liking, you know, uh, uh, very mellow, relaxed, uh, blue skies. The waves are crashing. You know, the uh, some of the uh, spots were still open. Food spots were still open. You know, uh, just a good amount of traffic for a guy like me. I didn't see scores of people waiting online and taking up all this, the beach uh, space and, and things of that nature. Just good, clean, fun, uh, um, and, 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 a, and a good amount of people, uh, again, to my liking. So if that means a couple people here, a couple people there, so be it. It's too hot to be around thousands of people. I don't want to be around a bunch of you guys sweating and odors arising i don't want that not on a hot day i'm sorry not on any day for goodness sakes but you know bottom line summer's still here um i'm still heading to the beach in fact the temperatures are looking a little shaky in the latter part of the week uh over next weekend or the upcoming weekend so that may not be a good beach weekend but hopefully we get a nice uh couple of high you know temperature days in the following weeks before fall smacks us dead in the face uh in a few weeks but uh yeah best believe i will be making another visit as long as the weather cooperates so yeah just wanted to get that off my chest uh it, it, there's nothing better than the beach man i tell you um the plan is and it's gonna happen you know I, i'm one of those believers that when you put it in the universe and you you're obedient and you you follow your spiritual uh uh guidelines template whatever you, you whatever you may have it when you when you stick to a script and keep a good positive energy you know things will happen it's not going to happen the moment you snap your fingers but you know just in preparation um getting your mind right your body right things of that nature things that happen but the plan is for me, your host, to eventually make my home near some type of beach area where it's within walking distance. Uh, you know, I'm in a pickle because I'm not a fan of, well, I love the West Coast. Uh, I've been out there once, but I do enjoy the West Coast. Uh, 
but I'm not certain about California per se. I'm just not a fan of the whole natural disaster thing and, you know, earthquakes. And I'm just a little, you know, paranoid with that. Uh, the southeast is of interest uh, as long as I'm near some type of coastline. So, I mean, again, southeast is a little shaky. Hurricanes, this or that. And the third. Um, but I have to make my home within walking distance of a beach, because if I don't, then you might as well put a fork in me. Because no longer am I interested in waking up looking at, you know, high rise buildings and tenements and things of that nature from the, the New York City days. Those days are done. You couldn't you couldn't pay me enough to move back to New York. OK, and I'm you know born and raised, but you couldn't pay me enough. Uh, I'm not interested in waking up to, you know, apartment buildings and, and, and no scenery in sight. Uh, no bueno. I need greenery. I need scenic views. And uh, that's a part of suburban living. And, 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 you know, that's what I'm about these days. Not bragging because Anyone can obtain that type of living. You just have to want it. And that's what I want because that gives me a peace of mind. My creativity juices flow. Um, you know, you know, I'm in a better spirit. You know, I had a conversation with someone recently about New York and they were like, oh, stop deep down. You know, you miss it. And I'm like, I don't. I don't miss New York. Don't speak for me. <laughs> I, I, I don't miss it. I visit. I still have family there, uh, but I, I, listen, I've paid my dues. Don't tell me I miss New York. I, I, you think I miss waking up and hopping on the subway and and being elbow to elbow with with, with you know with, with other subway riders and delays and scores of people walking on the sidewalk and and crazy erratic taxi cabs and and driving and 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 you know homeless you know panhandlers left and right and and mean stares and and you think i missed that on my everyday commute to and fro home work like you got to be out your out your mind not at all now that's not saying suburban life is is the the be all in all it's all perspective OK, so, you know, for a dude like me, I don't mind hopping in the car. Uh, when I do get that 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 urge to, to for city living, I go visit because I want to go back to the to the days of hopping on the train sometimes. Because, you know, when you're in the sub suburbs, you get kind of pampered. Everything is car related. Oh, I'm going to hop in my car. But sometimes I miss the smell of the subway and miss seeing the rats in the, in the tracks and and. And the city girls and the and the and the and the, and the different fashions from the dudes and you know panhandlers. I miss that sometimes. I'm not gonna sit here and deny it. But would I live there day to day? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But again, there are occasions where I'll hop on a on a bus, head over to, to, to the city, Port Authority, Penn Station, whatever the case may be, hop on the subway. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a New Yorker, so that's easy for me and I fit right in. So 
there's not too much suburban that you can sniff from me because I still have the same New York vibe. But my life expectancy has shed a few years based on my 25 years or so living in that city. Uh, And, you know, I have a few more books to write, so I'm not ready to, to go just yet. And I know if I move back to a big city, I'm a goner. I'm a goner. And, you know, perfect segue, because I want to talk about neighbors, noisy neighbors. And this is why suburban life isn't what it seems. Because I'm encountering noisy neighbors in the suburbs. When you're living in homes. Not apartments, but you're living in homes. And this is no knock to apartment living. Apartment living is is absolutely fine. I've done it. I would do it if the situation came came about. All depends on location, of course. Uh, nothing wrong with living in an apartment. You know, uh, I'm in a, in, a, in a town home, and and the neighbors here. And I I just recently moved. The neighbors here have me second guessing myself. Because now there's a point where I'm going to think about relocating because I'm dealing with noisy neighbors in suburban living. So it's almost as if I'm living in the city again where you have constant uh, noise. Again, all based on location, of course. If you're in the hood, you know what it is. If you live in in the nicer parts of the city, you might encounter one or two things that are a little, you know, that might rattle you a little bit, but maybe build insecurity or 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 the doorman or somebody can can, you know, rectify the matter. It's fair game when you live in in, in the hood. Got to fight your own battles. But I'm you know, I'm, I'm long from the days of of. You know, hard walking up neighbors upstairs, you know, people moving chairs along their hardwood floor. That's that's, you know, making my skin crawl. You know, loud thumps 3 a.m. I thought I was gone from those days, but apparently not, because I do have neighbors who conduct those same actions here. So it makes me feel as if they're from the city and they have moved here and are okay with disrupting peace and quiet. So my thing is this, if you're not a fan of peace and quiet, why move here? Where the quality of life is different. If you want to be rowdy at 2, 3, 4 a.m., which, by the way, happened on Sunday evening. Really really put me in a, in a in a situation where I was I was conflicted. Do I confront these neighbors? Or do I just sit on my hands? Because I've already confronted a neighbor recently for noise. I, I'm, I'm a little concerned with the behaviors of people when you live in tight quarters. When you see there's a family next to you but you're okay with yelling and shouting two, three in the morning. I don't care if it's a holiday. I don't care if it's a weekend. I don't care if it's a weeknight. There's principle involved. There's etiquette. 
and I'm noticing a lot of people just suck at it. They entirely suck. I woke up to a liquor bottle in my bush in front of my home. So I'm not a homeowner, and that could be the difference maker. Because if I'm a homeowner, one, I'm not going to be in an environment with a neighbor like that because it's going to be spaced out likely. But this was just a wake up call that owning a home here would not be ideal. And I recently uh, had a neighbor who welcomed us, welcomed, uh, you know, us to, to the neighborhood. And then they promptly moved out about three, four months later. They were very nice when we first moved here. Oh, oh, uh, it's nice to have you guys. Welcome, neighbor. Just 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 that movie stuff that you see, you know, knocking on the door, offering you some sugar and and, and, and spices and things of that nature. Although that didn't happen, but that was the vibe. You know, welcome, neighbor and waving and stuff like that. Oh, it's, it's good to have you here. And then they promptly moved out. I'm starting to see why. starting to see why and it's a little disturbing when you have neighbors again who move to a quiet area you just come to this to the neighborhood you see what it's about you see it it's working families around here in the community but they're rowdy and they're bumping on the walls and their dog is unruly and 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 all of that Yet we'll get mail from the community specifying the takeout, uh, the the, the garbage takeout uh, routine over here. Because if, God forbid, you leave your garbage can on your recycling bin uh, in front of your home over a certain period, you'll get a fine. They're worried about that, but not unruly neighbors and cars speeding through your complex. Blasting music with distorted speakers. They're not worried about that. They're not worried about the black and miles uh, and weed bags found throughout the the, uh, the area. And it's a good area, too. You just have some individuals that probably don't belong here. But their credit was possibly good and they, you know, maybe the families make good pay. And. Hey. They're here. So I see why more and more people are willing to move into the sticks and just isolated areas because you don't want to deal with this as a working you know, family. You don't want to wake up to, to, to noise instead of your alarm clock. That's city living when a motorcycle or, or, or argument or something of that nature wakes you up three, four in the morning. I'm not supposed to experience that in the suburbs. Anyway, just food for thought, just something to think about. If you have a large family or if you, you know, if it's just you and your significant other, whatever the case may be, and you're you're seeking quality living, make sure you change your attitude before you move there. Because if you have the attitude of someone from a city, you know, where you like to be disruptive 
and and don't care about the, the the neighbors around you, then you belong in that element. Don't bring that to the suburbs. People move out of the city for peace of mind, not to encounter the same bullcrap that they dealt with in the city. It's not rocket science. Yet I'm finding it, you know, harder and harder to find people with with, with relatable, you know, uh, 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 thoughts. You don't move to the suburbs to be disruptive. That's not how we do things. You want to enjoy the, the, the fruits of your labor. For all that, you could just keep all of that in the city where it's accepted. You, you know, I expect you to play your music past 11 p.m. on a weeknight in the city. Because the rules are just what they are. There are no rules. That, those are the rules. Different story in the burbs. I expect everyone to be on their P's and Q's. So that's why I say, put me on the, on the shore. Put me near the ocean where that's the only sound I hear. Where I can blast my music how I wish to blast. I can be as loud as I need to be. Or I can get the peace of mind that I'm, that I'm you know, desperately seeking. There's nothing wrong with a peace of mind. I understand it's quiet. It's boring to some. I, I get it. Noise is not a problem. I don't mind noise around me. You just have to use proper etiquette. Simple as that. I shouldn't wake up to see a liquor bottle in the bush in front of my home. I shouldn't be uh, disturbed two, three in the morning. I value my sleep, man. Value it. I shouldn't be disturbed two and three in the morning because there's four guys just, you know, shooting the breeze in such tight quarters. I can't be the only neighbor disturbed by this. Everyone's afraid to complain because everyone's afraid to get murdered. Because these days you can confront someone for dis disturbing you and your family and find yourself dead. Just like a story that happened in Florida recently, another shooting. Because a man's, uh, uh, you know, his girlfriend parked in a handicapped spot and he was confronted by an individual who didn't like the idea that she parked in a handicapped spot. Her boyfriend stepped away while they were having a little disagreement. The boyfriend returned to see his girlfriend arguing with this gentleman, pushed the gentleman, the gentleman stumbled to the ground and proceeded to pump two bullets, or I don't know if it was two bullets, but pump bullets into this individual and killed them on the spot. Should he have pushed him? Probably not. The audio is inaudible, so you don't know what was said. Bottom line is he died. Now, this guy is facing manslaughter, but initially they were kind of, eh, he was defending himself. There was even thought of, of not even throwing a book at this guy. Point being, you can die for simple stuff. And that's the pickle that I was in the other night. Because I can politely say, hey, guys, my family's trying to rest here. 
do you mind you know keeping the noise a little little low and i also could have wound it out you know dead on the con on the pavement gotta pick your battles it's the can i be earnest podcast it's earnest almost forgot my name there for a second so many thoughts listen let's jump right into this you know i told all parties in my fantasy baseball league on the podcast if they're listening i warned them i said do not allow me to make the playoffs don't do it i was in a pissy mood all season cutting players adding players analyzing stats breaking down the numbers looking at the matchups all the things that i do to get me through the five months of uh, fantasy baseball give or take and i struggled folks i struggled and i and i assure you there's a point to this but just bear with me i struggled from week one there was a ray of hope at the latter part of the season then i went into a downslide and then i had a resurgence after that i never uh found myself higher than the eighth spot not once if i did and it just happens to you know pass my mind at the moment maybe seventh the most bottom line i stayed in that bottom half all year long i found myself in last place which is 12th i found myself in 11th place 10th 9th 8th possibly 7th at one point never saw the uh the light at the end of the tunnel never saw the first place spot second third none of that stuff <clears throat> excuse me and I went through a season of adversity and 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 maintain, you know, uh, a good attitude, you know, although I, I found myself losing interest at one point because I just I just didn't think I had enough time, enough weeks left to 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 make a push. And I made that push. I made that push shortly after the all star break, more so in August. And then I had a situation where one of the uh, participants, Team 12, we'll call him, and his inconsistency uh, uh, with, with, with managing a team, I found him screwing me over in a matchup where he could have beaten the guy that I was chasing, who was in that eighth spot while I was in the ninth spot. But Karma is a bitch. Karma is a bitch because Team 12 lost to Team 8, but Team 8 had to play two squads afterwards uh, that gave, I'm sorry, one squad afterwards that gave him the business. And lo and behold, while he was getting the business, my squad catapulted to that 8 spot. Guess who made the playoffs? Yours truly. 
That's right. I made the playoffs after doubting myself all season long. And I told everyone in that league, all 11 teams, in my mind and on the podcast, don't let me through the door. Because if I got through the door, I'm kicking ass and I'm taking names. Or I'm taking names and kicking ass. However you want to put it, that's what I'm doing. That was my championship, folks, making the playoffs. Because at this point, I don't give a damn. I proved what I knew all along, but I proved to this league that I am a player to be reckoned with. Do not sleep on me. Do not take me as a joke because I was in last place and and, thing, and because I haven't won a championship in this league. Don't take me as a joke because I take this stuff seriously and I proved it. I don't think any team in this league could have done what I what I pulled off. And I haven't won a damn thing just yet. In fact, I'm losing in my first round matchup to a guy who's kicked my ass all season long. I'm losing nine to four with about four days left. Can I do the unthinkable? Oh, I mean, heck yeah. I've already proven it. So I plan on, you know, throwing everything, including the kitchen sink to this guy. Because he's thumping his chest this year. He's been in first most of the second half of the season. He's done a remarkable job. No doubt about it. We'll call him team one because he is number one. And he beat me in week one. Uh, close score. And then he blew me out when we played again. Uh, it's not easy beating a, a team three times. And I have to make sure that he doesn't get this victory. And uh, rest assured, I will. So just an update on my fantasy baseball uh, status. Round one of the playoffs. Currently, I'm down nine points. Oh, I'm sorry, nine to four. With about four days left. All the categories are close. We'll see what happens. If I come back next podcast uh, in a good mood, let's assume that I that I defeated this guy. Let's assume. But I wanted to share that with you guys because I've been kind of, you know, uh, pressing on the whole fantasy baseball thing uh, throughout the summer. And uh, listen, it didn't look good. Go back to previous episodes. It wasn't looking good, folks. Not at all. But this has probably been my best season to date on a on a on a on a uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. But just pride. I mean, I've won a championship before in fantasy baseball. I've come in first place plenty of times, and I've I've lost in the playoffs plenty of times. But to go from where I, I started with my guys underachieving all season long until I clean house, and then to make that eighth spot, man, that's rewarding. You got people that are complaining that the season's too long and thank God that they're that the season's done so they could just go on to football and 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 things. Hey, good for you guys. I'm glad you're happy that the season's over. I, I, listen, I almost didn't want to make the playoffs because my brain is is shot. 
my mind is numb. Uh, I, I, I'm all thought out. Like I've thought of every scenario. I've calculated numbers. I need a break. So if anything, I wanted the season to end for myself. But I got to pat myself on the back. And I'm doing that right now. Because I did something that you guys couldn't do. And I'm talking about some of the guys in the league. You guys didn't have the the, the intestinal fortitude to pull off what I did. You didn't. Everybody stands pat, sits on their hands, doesn't want to make trades. You know, you got leagues like that out there, folks. Where people are so confident with their team and they're afraid to rattle and, you know, rattle their players. And these aren't your players. Idiots. Make moves. Show some balls. That's what I did. And I'm in the playoffs. And I might get my ass kicked this week, but I made the playoffs. You guys are gone fishing. And as we reach the 30-minute mark, I want to end it on this note. Former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick uh, just received a new deal with Nike. Uh, He was just kind of sitting on the shelf, uh, on the shelf, just, you know, he's currently inactive. He's not on the roster and Nike didn't know what to do with him uh, from a marketing perspective. Uh, He just received a new deal for their 30th anniversary of their just do it campaign. Um, and he, along with Nike has received backlash. Um, with this deal, he's going to have his, uh, you know, a branded version of branded shoes, branded shirts, branded jerseys and other apparel. Um, but the backlash is incredible at this point. Um, you know, you have fans and, and and just individuals alike who are burning their Nike apparel and and ripping the swoosh sign off their uh, sneaker and, and off their, their shirts and, and, you know, burning things, having bonfires and, and things of that nature. In this campaign, in this ad, some strong words. But it states and it shows Kaepernick in a black, white. Uh, uh, visual and it states believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything and Kaepernick has stood by his thoughts on kneeling during the national anthem and and his thoughts on on the unjust with the uh, police departments throughout the country um, and believing in his thoughts has caused uh, or has created uh, blackballing in the league, in the NFL, a billion-dollar corporation. But Nike is standing behind this man. Uh, he was willing to sacrifice millions and, 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 and a, you know, possible legacy. I mean, he wasn't Joe Montana, but, you know, he was a pretty decent quarterback at some point, and he was willing to, to risk losing millions and the accolades that come from being an athlete because he wanted to stand behind what he thought was the unjust of police. Because only in this country, and I and I vowed to not get into politics too often, and, and I will continue to stick to that. But sometimes, as I mentioned before, things just have to be talked about, uh, you know, because not everyone 
agrees with mainstream. There's there's those in the, min- in the in minorities that that you know have their own thoughts and opinions and, and and don't want mass media to speak for them. And I'm one of those guys. Um, you know that national anthem topic and kneeling is is so deep, and and all this stuff is deeply rooted from from blacks to whites. It's it's deeply rooted. White uh, and you know whites don't feel comfortable discussing racism because they're tired of hearing about it because they think that's just the agenda from blacks 99% of the times. And blacks like to make sure that we as a society don't forget that we're still the minority here and still face things that whites will never face. So it's a, it's a back and forth battle. Um, you know, everyone has opinions on it. It can get very uncomfortable or it can be just some healthy dialogue uh, when people are willing to, to listen and, 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 and at least understand one another. You don't have to agree, but just understand. And these days, everything is, is considered hate and, and you can't have an opinion. And if your opinion differs from the other, you know, you're, you're clueless and then you have to be PC. And if you say certain things that might come off as, you know, uh, insensitive, you have to, you know, issue an apology. It's just a mess, man. It's, it's a complete mess. But only in America can you be crucified for expressing yourself. It's in the damn amendments. You know, you, 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 know, you, you have freedom of expression. And when you express yourself, you get crucified. You get condemned. Kaepernick is just exercising his constitutional rights. Think, just think about it. That's all, he's, that's all he ever did. Forget about his little shaky off the field stuff and his his wearing uh, socks that depicted uh, police as pigs. And that's a conversation for another day. And and no one's accepting that and saying that's right. But at the same token, this dude is is exercising his rights. And he's receiving death threats and and the backlash that you would think if people are so upset at this guy, you know, I. It, it, it amazes me how certain black leaders, activists are still breathing because there have been activists who've done worse, who've done more damage than Colin Kaepernick has. Because kneeling to, a, to, to the national anthem is the world's worst thing. You, you know, it's, it's terrible. It's appalling. How could you? And I'm being sarcastic. This is I'm being facetious. This is all tongue in cheek. This guy just kneels for about 30 seconds and he can't find a team in the league, a team. There's this flirting here and there. Oh, we were thinking about signing this. Pull the trigger. Nobody wants to pull the trigger on this guy anymore. Let's be honest. It's it's, it's a blatant blackballing of this guy. All because of this. Listen, he's not the greatest quarterback, but he can definitely be a backup on somebody's team. You got to be kidding me. I watch football. I know what's going on. There's a bunch of scrubs running around who get chance after chance after chance. I'm a Jets fan. The Jets could have gotten Kyle Kaepernick a couple years ago. He was out there. We we didn't have anyone better. So it just it just amazes me that you can be condemned for exercising, you know, something that this country touts themselves on, you know, in comparison to other countries, you know. This is the land of the free. It's a free country. 
I hate that term, by the way. It's a free country. Okay, well, I'm going to kneel for the national anthem. Yeah, I respect the country I live in. You know, yes, this country has given me millions, but I'm just going to kneel in a silent protest. I'm not going to hurt anybody. I'm not going to do anything that can potentially put me or anyone else in danger. I'm just going to kneel for about 30 seconds, maybe a minute as, uh, you know, uh, Joe Blow sings the national anthem. And then when that when that completes, I'll stand up and, and, and perform for three hours. That's all. And that action those antics from Kaepernick has caused this. And there's another individual, I believe his name is uh, Eric Reed, uh, who hasn't found a team yet. Now, again, I don't know much about him. I don't know if he's even that good, but his protests, his silent protests has led to being blackballed. So he's, he's, he's not on the roster as the NFL season gears up uh, in a couple of days. So it, it just it's baffling to me. I don't think I'll ever understand it. Uh, I don't think a lot of people understand where Ka- Kaepernick stands on this issue because they just want to they, they have tunnel vision. Just just they're, they're they can't expand their mind. It's how could you? You're spitting on the on the face of the country. You're spitting on our flag. You're doing all these things. But no one's under no, no one's trying to find the root of this. And it shouldn't be black, white. It shouldn't be. White should be able to understand uh, just based on news coverage. When you watch the news and you see somebody was killed and they were unarmed and, and, and you know, you don't have a heart for that. It, it, forget about the black, white part. If, 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 if a white man or an Asian man was unarmed and murdered by, by police officials, guys that are, are, are supposed to protect and serve. That would that would that would devastate me, especially someone who's a father or something like that, like myself. That would devastate me for that moment. I'm not going to carry it on for days and days out, but it will touch me. So I just don't understand how we can't see this. That's all this guy, as far as I can see, that's all he's he's doing. He's just protesting. He wants dialogue on why these things are happening. That's all. And I'm not a fan of Kaepernick. I thought he was a crappy player, to be honest. Quarterback. Couple good seasons. You know, I was impressed. I hate his throwing motion. Uh, I hate running run first quarterbacks. He was like a run first quarter. I don't like that. I didn't like his style at all. But as a man, for him to stand up to something like this on this platform, where he could just make his millions and buy a few mansions and just mind his business, he took this route. And I, and I got to applaud him for that. So Nike uh, also, you know, has shown their gratitude and and they're standing by this guy. And uh, it's made a lot of people angry, a lot of people angry. So just a conversation, I guess, that's never going to die. And uh, especially with the season on the way. So we'll see how it pans out for the rest of the uh, 2018 uh, NFL season. Uh, but until next episode, folks. Can I be earnest? I'm your host. We'll talk again.